Today is March 28th and baseball's back and it's better than ever. The crack of the bat, the pop of the mitt, it's all going to be back in our lives for another seven days a week, 162 games. Let's get going. Let's talk Yanks. Lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining Talking Yanks to start this 2019 season. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I'm excited as hell. And I got my co-host, Jake, coming to you from Denver. He's a transplanted Yankee fan, originally from Connecticut. I think he's pretty excited, too. Baseball's back, Jake. Jimmy James, John Boy. How you doing, brother? A lot um, of people probably don't get that reference because we've had the new theme song for so long. Yeah, and I mean, well, it's a reference before it was the theme song. It was you going on that radio show, and the guy didn't know what to call you, <laughs> which yeah. was yeah. which was which was fun for me hearing that. Uh, Jimmy, I I think it's funny you and I are doing. I guess this is how like the Yes Network feels. We've been doing stuff. I mean, the whole off season, especially lately. So I think it's funny that we're like reintroducing ourselves. But it's a new year. It's here. Um, We're bound to have some first-time listeners on this show, and we welcome them proudly. And we thank you. And I'm I'm in a little slice of heaven right now, Jimmy. I went to normally there's that little office in my building that I set up shop in, and I work. And I I like you can rent it out in the building portal, and I did that. But I walked down there, and there was like five guys having a very serious meeting in there. So I was like, am I going to really do this and be like, well, I reserve the room so if you guys could get going. And I was like, you know what? Let me check. There's like a there's like a movie watching room, a media room, they call it. And that room also gets the Yes Network. So I've got you up on the screen. I've got another computer for stats and fun. And on the Yes Network right now, I have the Yankees versus the Diamondbacks, the Jeter walk-off game. So I'm in a little slice of heaven right now. That that room gets Yes Network on cable? Uh, yeah. Big Daddy's spending a lot of time down yeah, here. Yeah, because you don't have that in your apartment, right? No. You're going to live in that room. Yeah, it's probably going to smell. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. This room's yeah. got some bad smells coming, yeah. Now that you don't have to stream on the MLB app, maybe we can watch them and we'll be at the same time and we can do a lot more of live content. If I that think room- we've, d- we've done that. I'm still a little behind you because I'm, I'm out in the hills, but I you know, I, I can do some things on my computer. But I'll, yeah, I'm going to be a little versatile when I can. I could pause for like three seconds. It's just that the MLB is like a minute behind, but that's, that's exciting news for you and for Talking Yanks. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, you guys probably wanted some preseason stuff, but right now we've got the 1-0 pitch from Miguel Batista to Jeter, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call this whole game. All right, let me know, let me know what comes. You know, what, we'll come back to it. We'll come All right, back we'll get. I'll tell you that. when there's some good action. All right, this episode of Talking Yanks to kick off the season. These people got in at the right time, Jake. The episode to kick off the season is brought to you by Angelica Blouch. Blouch? I gotta be saying that right. Dominic Gilbert, Jake Churabino? That's a fun name. Is that how you would say it? Churabino? Churabino? Cherubini. Cherubini. I don't know why you're putting an O on the end. Oh, it sounded more fun with an O at the end. Cherubini. That's not as fun as Cherubino. Jake might want to change your name. Switch out that I for an O. Christian Mallet or Malay. Stevie Fall? So I know how to say this name. So okay. it's a little unfair. Stevie's a friend. What's um, it? How's it? How's it go? Stevie Fale. That's a tough one. You, you didn't have a you didn't have a lot of chance. Well, I'm gonna nam- I'm gonna nail the next three. So don't even worry about okay. Brian P. Yep. I believe it stands for pterodactyl. I think so. Connor Tidgewell. What's up, yep. Tidge? CC's winning 30 games this year, Tidge. You know that. I know that. And Chris Cooper. Nice alliteration at the end. Those are our most recent Patreon subscribers. $2 a month. Really, really helps us out as we uh, grow this business from the ground up. We're going into our second year right now. 
Last year we did good. Our Patreon helps us like so much. $2 a month, you get a chance to win a jersey via raffle and a jersey via contest. More on that in about 30 seconds. You get to join the live chat, watch live with us, and interact with other people that are watching live. Right now we got uh, Oz from, or Jarv from Oz. Uh, we got P. Bishop and uh, Bubalk in there, all chatting. Um, and some other people, I don't know. I can't see who everyone that's in there. You get early access, live access, and some extra features. Today I put up some, while we were together in spring training, Jake and I watched some funny old moments. Batances is at bat and gave like our commentary and like rewatched it and uh, Romine's go-ahead Little League home run. Shit like that. Um, okay, so the the contest for March... For the Patreons. Uh, for the Patreons on this episode, and anyone that's not a Patreon that's like, oh, I'm going to win this contest, I'm going to win a jersey, then you sign up to try and win. On this episode, episode 248, in the comments, leave how many total runs the Yankees will score in this three-game series against the Orioles. How many they're going to score, whether you think it's going to be 9, 15, or 20, whatever you think. And then, as the tiebreaker, leave the player you think is going to score the most runs on the Yankees. So one first answer, a number, comma, a player. 40 runs, and Austin Romine will lead Bo- the team. Boom. Winner winner of that receives a free jersey from affordablejerseys.com. Yankees jerseys, majestic, shipped from a majestic manufacturer in Pennsylvania, and have no name on the back because that's how the Yankees were on the field. All right. Moving on. Thank you guys for sitting yeah. through that. Thank, thanks all the Patreon. If, if you didn't get all that, I know I, I have a couple friends and family that signed up this week. Thank you guys so much. Uh, it really does help. Guys, two bucks, you could win two jerseys a month. Sign up, bonus stuff. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, so on this episode, for anyone that has just joined us in the offseason, which is a lot of people, a lot of people join us in the offseason, they don't know the regular routine. We do Jake Burns the Games. We just posted one of those to Twitter. Our dude Zach makes incredible videos of Jake's Burns. And then we do awards. That's what we're going to do today on this podcast. And then we're going to just talk about expectations for players a little bit afterwards. Uh, so we're going to get back into the routine of things. I did want to do a little something like what else do we have going on? Because we, I'm starting this new fantasy, Yankees fantasy challenge Ooh. for series. Play the new fantasy music you always play. Holy Mary, mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out. Uh, so... It's on our website. You can go to talkingyanks.com. If that says like, "Oh, you're gonna, you're this is a bad website," just clear your cache, and it should, it'll work right after that. When we transferred the domain, something got messed up. Or just go to johnboymedia.com. That'll get you there as well. And go to the series preview post. Our dude Will does series previews post, and on there is a little fantasy challenge. How it works is for each series, you choose one pitcher. One one starter, one reliever, one outfielder, one infielder. And for the hitters, it's total bases. And for the pitchers, it's strikeouts. And after each series, you're going to accumulate like a total number of both. And then at the end of the month, the winner for the month is going to win a prize. And it's, it's what? One outfielder, one infielder, one starter, one reliever? Yeah, so I did it. I, I chose, because I'm going to play against everyone, so I chose Judge. He's the common choice, but yeah. it's total bases, so walks don't count. So Andujar may actually be a much better pick than Judge sometimes because he doesn't walk a lot. He gets on base by hitting. Stan has a big series. Stan pops two homers. There's some bases right there, so yeah. I chose Judge, Gary, Paxton, and Chad Green. Okay. So there's a bunch of people playing. If you want to get involved, everyone's asking us to do fantasy. And I'm not going to do something with uh, any of the big companies until we have a sponsorship. And running our own league limits it to like 10 to 20 people. So this was a creative way that I'm testing out. Jake's a bit skeptical, and we're going to see how it goes. I'm, I'm interested. If it, and by the way, yeah, if any of you are friends with anyone high up at DraftKings or FanDuel, we'll, we'll gladly do it. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Feed, feed the baby. Feed me. You can choose the same guy every series. Yeah, but I um, yep. wouldn't be that much fun. And and that starting pitcher, there's only that's going to change every time because only three or four options per series. I think and that's. I, 
I think you did a lot. Last housekeeping, we're we're going to be doing a pregame show uh, every day. You could find that on the website. We're we're busting we're busting our humps. No, we're we're doing it all. We're so happy to be doing it all. Hope hope you guys enjoy it. Let's let's talk Yanks. Let's burn. Are you ready to burn? I'm ready to burn, man. This is a tough. I actually, well, if I don't need to do so, this was tough to make a minute long. Yeah, the Instagram limits you to a minute, so we limit Jake's burns to a minute, so we can post them on there. And it's good it, when when you go to film school, like I went to film school, uh, time time slots or whatever hard time cuts uh, uh, bump up creativity, is what they always say. Yeah, a little bit. I I might stretch this one to one fifteen or one twenty just to not go full motor mouth, but yeah. Well, we got it done for the we got the it already. It's on the gram already. All right. So here we go, and then go to Twitter and Instagram and watch this with Zach's editing, video editing. But here we go, Jake. Are you ready? Bernie Williams takes the slider from Batista. Yeah, I'm ready. On your mark, get set, burn. Guess who's back? Back again. Guardy's back. Tell a friend, and that friend is CC Sabathia, signed November 7th. The two longest-tenured Yanks return for the chase for 28th. Harper, Machado, November 19th. Oh, that's a big maple there, eh? James Paxton to the Bronx for prospect Justice Sheffield. November 28th, the toe show is canceled. Ronald Torres traded for nothing. December 17th, deadline acquisition Jay Happ resigns. Did you know? Jay Happ has the fifth most wins in Major League since 2015. January 4th, Troy Tulowitzki. Yeah, that Troy Tulowitzki. Signs a one-year or maybe half-a-year contract to replace Sir Didi while he's out. Uh, yeah, sure, okay. Where are Harper and Machado? January 11th, re-signed Zach with a K, Britain. Okay, stacked bullpen. January 14th, signed former batting champ DJ LeMahieu. Uh, what? Okay, gold glove second baseman who won a batting title to play utility? Yeah, sure, let's see it. January 21st, sunny, great to watch you go, better to watch you leave, babe. Enjoy Cincy, ya bum. January 24th, honey, we're out of vino. Adam Adovino, retweet, stacked bullpen. No Harper, no Machado, no Corbin, but the Yanks are still the Vegas favorites to win it all in 2019. Woo! Jakey Burns! Gotta let it burn. It's gonna burn for me to say this, but it's coming from the heart. Wow, sometimes I forget. You been a long sure. time coming <laughs> that we done been apart. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> A lot of moves, Jake. A lot of moves. Do we want to grade the offseason a little bit? Is yeah, something... people would like that we would do that. <laughs> I know that's not your and me's normal game, but yeah, we, we should talk about it a little bit. Yeah, well, we we went into it saying it might be a failure without Corbin, Harper, and Machado. And, I mean, at this point, if you're still crying about not getting any of those three, move on. Yeah. You got to keep a move on. Keep rolling. Because, yeah... Those were, one of them would have been a death go. Actually, Corbin, um, I, I'm glad we didn't sign Corbin at this point. Yeah, I think I think let's let's zoom out a little bit and then we can zoom in on some of the smaller stuff. This offseason clearly showed, and I mean even at the end of it with re-signing Hicks and Sevy and those kind of moves, Ryan Cashman and the Yankees believe in this group. Yes, and they they and with the Hicks extension, the Sevy extension, knowing that they're actively were trying to extend Batances and Sevy or Batances, yeah, no, Batances and um, Hicks, Didi, Batances and Didi, they are actively trying to attention and judge in the future changes the money outlook a little bit. It would have been a death kill. Would have been fun to just obliterate the tax and get one of these guys, Harper or Machado, to plan for your future. Yeah, didn't happen. I, we're still the Vegas odds, like a Vegas favorites, like you said. Um, and the long plan, long term plan is to keep all this homegrown talent, which is what sports should be about. I, it would have been an A plus if they got one of those three guys. The Corbin deal is even with all the extensions that all these pitchers are getting now, the Corbin deal just continues to look worse and worse for the Nats, money wise. Yeah, I think uh, I think, and even even the Harper contract. I mean, it would have been awesome if we had Bryce Harper hitting three hole in this lineup. It would have been incredible. Um, the <laughs> the second half of those thirteen years might not have been though. Um, and I mean, that's the thing. I I think you can make a firm argument that the Machado contract is the best of the three. I think that's where we landed. And let's be honest, everyone 
kind of overlooked Andujar. I mean, we're going to find out about the defense soon. His bat was so special for his age. Um, but yeah, they Cashman believes in this group. They bring back Guardian CC. People were mad about Guardy. Some some people were even telling me today he got a little too much coin. Well, I'll tell you what. There's not a lot of guys out there that a well he was the longest tenured Yankee. B he can play center field as at, with a Gold Glove left field. I think I think some people are are missing that. I heard some people even as as of today saying you know you could have got Marquez for cheaper. You could have got a couple other guys. Hey, Guardy's a huge part in this clubhouse. If you didn't see that in spring training, you missed some awesome highlights. Um, him talking trash to Judge and Stanton, pretty incredible. But the fact, I mean. Think about it. Aaron Hicks goes down, and we'll, we maybe we'll get to some Talkman Wade stuff. But if we didn't have Brett Gardner, right now your starting center fielder on opening day would either be Mike Talkman, who some of you may not know who that is yet, or Tyler Wade, who if you do know that, it shouldn't have excited you. So, um, And they just bring back the vets, Jim. I like bringing back Guardian and CeCe. Yeah. Everyone loves them. In the clubhouse. Everyone Everyone loves them, and for their roles, they're perfect. And I think that's what people missed out on a little bit. For CC being a fifth starter, uh, his numbers are really incredible. For Guardy doing what he can do as a fourth outfielder, I, I mean, and that, that's what people, I think, were angry about at first. They thought we were just going to run Guardy out there to hit 230 for another 130 games this year. No, he might not have that opportunity with Giancarlo in left, whatever – if another young guy steps up, Clint Talkman or someone else, but I, those those guys are awesome in the clubhouse, and for what they're going to be asked to do on the field, are great in that. Did you hear that? Did you see that story we got sent about Guardy? Can I share that? I don't think you could tell the story. I don't. I think you could. I think you could tell the idea of the story. Why can't I tell it? I, we, I thought we talked about this before. It's like clubhouse rules. Damn. Oh wow! You're gonna do that to the listeners, dog. <laughs> I thought That's I could just share. I thought, let me see what let me see what the DM said. I thought I could share it. It's a funny story. You don't think so? It's Guardy having fun with a Bat Boy. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Bat Boy bumps into Guardy. He's like angry and fucks around with him like he hazes someone. In a he funny did way. like a high school bully move, which is really funny. When. We'll we'll get Guardy on the show after the season, and then we can bring it up. Okay, screw it. I'll tell the Patreons on the after show. Okay, nice. So yeah, if you're still uh, if you're still upset about Harper, Machado, Corbin, and you know it's opening day, here's my advice for you via Doctor Cox. Get over it. Boom. Ooh, quick. Um. Quick. 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 Scrub soundbite. Let, let's bring it to the pitching, Jim. We traded Sonny Gray for basically a prospect, which, I mean, is kind of funny. He had to go. And it left – there was two holes in the rotation, and they were filled with James Paxton and Jay Happ. I'll, I'll give those to you. Jay pa- – Jay- talk. They're both named James. Paxton, which is big news that no one's talking about, that we brought in two pitchers both named James. Needs to be discussed more. Paxton is the trade that everyone likes to forget there were he 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 very well could be better than Corbin. He could be. His only problem is injury. I like that. I like the pitching. Let's just give a grade and then we'll move on to the awards. My grade is A minus. We're the Vegas favorites, and I think there's three teams that did a lot to help their club. I think it's the Mets, the Phillies, and the Yankees. Nationals did somewhat, and I mean you could say like Padres, but yeah, I never believe in the Padres and the Nats. Yeah, I don't think they're as good as the other three, but they're up there. Yeah, I guess they did lose Bryce Harper. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like a weird <laughs> yeah. thing. Uh, so out of like five teams out of 30 improved this offseason. <laughs> yeah. The Rays did a little couple little moves as well. but Yeah, R- Rays are going to be quality this So year. if you're judging against the bunch, the A's, the Yankees are up there. I'm going A-. minus. I wouldn't fight anyone over uh, if they were like, oh, it's a B plus. If you say C or less, I think you're kind of just wallowing in the sadness of your own frustration. Yeah, I think I, well, a a couple points that I think need to be hit before I I give my grade there. Uh, The Yankees believe in bullpen. We saw that confirmed in bringing back Zach Britton and signing Adam Adovino. Um, 
they clearly think having a dominant bullpen will be key to them winning the World Series. Um, it has a chance to be extremely special. Uh, the two surprise kind of signings were Troy Tulowitzki and DJ LeMayhew. Um, Tulo, you and I are kind of at this point where we're like, okay, Tulo is here to play shortstop and any hitting he does is a bonus. Is there a chance he can be special? Yes. If you go through the numbers, this guy over the past three years has been basically Jacoby Ellsbury. We're not going to go through all the stats. Um, anything we get from Tulo is bonus points. The LeMahieu thing is going to be a real wild card for this team. He's supposed to be in the super utility role that a lot of teams love nowadays. He's a guy who was a gold glove second baseman, uh, won a batting title a few years back, has a really good hit tool. Booney said he's going to bat leadoff against lefties. Uh, DJ LeMahieu is just going to be a very interesting person to watch on this team. Both signings somewhat came out of left field. We thought there was a chance they could bring in. We talked about Jed Lowry a little bit, a couple of those guys, if we didn't get Machado. Um, so it'll be fun. LeMahieu's a guy that could be really interesting on this team. My overall grade, Jimmy, I'm going B+. Um, they had a chance to go for a kill shot with someone like Bryce Harper or Manny Machado. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a team that could have been, I mean, full-blown special. And I mean, this team still can be, but I mean, Bryce Harper, like if he was splitting, if he was splitting Judge and Stanton, that's video game stuff. That's the only way to say it. Um, But I will say this. I mean, they didn't really compromise their cap going forward, which nobody really cares about, but they are also the favorites to do this. And Brian Cashman believes this crew can win. And his goal is that when he does have to spend money, it's going to be on your Aaron Judges. It's going to be on your Glaber Torres, Andujar, Didi, potentially. Um, you know, he's, he's saving the money for those guys. And hopefully these are the right guys to save the money on. Yep. So B plus from you, a minus from me. Let's move on to awards. Anyone new to the award segment of the show? We do uh, Yankee pride of the Yankee. Usually this is for the series, but we're going to do off season slash spring training. So pride of the Yankees, then the Yankee motherfucker, then I get two miscellaneous awards, and Jake gets two miscellaneous awards. Yes. Would you like to go first or second, Sir Jake? I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll give... Okay, so... I I was going to say I'll give you the honors, but I don't know if I'm taking the honors. First, here we go. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Jake, what you got? My pride of the Yankees. And again, pride of the Yankees, you you need to think of it, you know, it's not necessarily MVP, it's not Heisman Trophy. It's the pride of the Yankees. And I'm going with Big CeCe. Uh, a lot of people were mad that he was going to be our fifth starter again, which, again, if you look at the statistics, arguably the best fifth starter in baseball, he's going to have two DL stints. It is what it is. We know that. The Yankees are planning on that um, with you know some of the young guys that will be throwing innings, Domingo, potentially Lasagna. Are you uh, counting this, this season starting IL stint? Um, maybe it depends how long it lasts. Um, they're, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I think they definitely, they do feel like when October came the past two seasons, CC didn't have it. So I think they're going to play into that a little more. Um, but pride of the Yankees, Jim, this guy is a hall of famer. I think you're, you have stricter monument park rules than me. But you you say if they win it all this year, this guy should be in Monument Park. He's larger than life. He it's his last rodeo. He's one of the cooler guys <laughs> to play baseball, <laughs> which I know that sounds kind of lame, but he really is. And he's gonna be the rallying call all season for this for this team. I mean, Glaber Torres is what, 21, 22? A a lot of these guys are so young and do have these bright futures. This is it for Big C. And, I mean, he commands the locker room. Even if he does wear down towards the end of this season, like, it's almost going to be like a Pedroia situation last year for the Sox. He's he's essentially a player coach on this team. And I just, I love Big C. I think he's the big rallying call this year. He's my pride of the Yankees. I'll allow it. I'm not going to fight you on it. Thanks. It's opening day. Not going to fight you on a thing. Thanks, dog. Unless you try to tell me a lie. And then I have to call you out for being a liar. Well, yeah, I get that. (laughs) My pride of the Yankees 
is Aaron Judge. Okay. Oh, you're going to call me out. I'm coming at my throat. I'm not coming at your throat. I'm just, (laughs) you got to pick your pride first, and he's kind of the pride. (laughs) (laughs) Judge is the man. If you listen to our PPP, our mini episode that we did on each and every player, if you haven't listened to those, go binge watch them today. It's Yankees all day. Binge listen to them. They're all available. We went into last year saying, man, I hope Judge is the real deal. I hope it wasn't a fluke. I hope his rookie, I hope his sophomore year, he proves it. He did. He got hurt. It sucked when he was gone. He came back. It was awesome again. In the playoffs, he was awesome. He had three home runs in the first three games, blah, 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 blah. He's the Yankees. He's, he, I mean, right now he is the Yankees. I was thinking about this, Jake. For young kids right now, this is such a, it's just as, a, as you get older, you, you realize things. G- judge for so many kids right now is Jeter for me. Like, because I see Judge yes. m- somewhat more as a peer. I shook his hand. He's called me, t- he called me Big Dog. I don't yeah. see him as like, appear like whatever you know what i'm saying (laughs) i don't think we're eagles but you know what i'm saying like i don't idolize judge he's right i'm older than him but for so many kids he's gonna be what jeter was to me it was just a weird thought process i had when i saw my little cousins like oogling and ogling over like telling them i said hi to judge and And he's he's basically a a decent half season away from being the face of baseball (laughs) Oh, I think he was the face of baseball like two months into his rookie season. Yeah, I, he, I he's know. there. It's close. It's not. It's whatever. Yeah. He, he's going to be there if he has a good year. You get to watch him every day. <laughs> the country doesn't. Yeah, spring training. Not that it, it, it. Listen, what he did in spring training, just how he looked at the plate. He changed his batting stance. He took away the leg hitch uh, with two strikes. I think he had five home runs with two strikes with his new approach in spring training. I'm excited for everything he's about to do. He is the pride of the Yankees. He looks special. You, I, I forgot it. I, I remembered it when you and Joe's talked about it in one of the episodes, but that game, he came back just to play right field and the stadium erupted. It's like crazy. that's, that's special. That doesn't just happen. Yeah. No, not at all. All right. Now let's darken the mood. You Yankee motherfucker. This is Please. brutal. <laughs> <laughs> you're t- hey, hey! if you're a new listener, Jake and I do the Pride of the Yankees after every series, and then we do the Yankee motherfucker, and every single time we hate doing the motherfucker, but we force ourselves to do it. And usually we diss someone, and then we immediately compliment them for like five minutes. So, Jake, who you got? Posada pass ball. This guy's garbage. Where's Sanchez? Um, My Yankee MFer and... I'm so happy I thought of this because I was pissed at you for a little bit. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe we're doing an off-season MF for Because normally a series, you just go, guy went 0 for 12, we'll get you next week. Off-season, it's brutal. But I found the perfect cop-out. Mike Talkman. <laughs> Boom. And do you, go on. What's your question? Do you think it's actually a little awkward? Like, Wade was so pissed that Wade is probably... He's kind of young. I hope Wade is adult enough to not have a grudge against that guy. Because no. he's just he's just a guy. But I but part of Wade hates that guy, and he can't help that. Part of so, Wade hates Talkman and he can't help it. Wade, everyone is boys with Wade. So Do you some, think it's like an Adam Banks Mighty Duck situation where they're like, you fucking cake eater? I don't know. Like, there's a chance. There's an actual chance, which I think is kind of hilarious. But if you don't know, Tyler Wade was supposed to make the team kind of be the super utility. Yankees traded for Mike Talkman, who's kind of, who's like an all-star minor leaguer. He doesn't really have any good major league experience. Um, The most important thing is he's an outfielder. And with Hicks going down, I mentioned before how valuable Guardy is playing center field. If Guardy wasn't there, Tyler Wade would be your starting center fielder, a guy that was like a minor league middle infielder. So they brought in this Talkman guy. They they trade him for a minor league reliever, and he's on the Yankees opening day roster. I don't think he was going to make the Rockies roster. And it just was really tough because you like rewarding players who work on their stuff, and Tyler Wade came in and looked great this spring. Um, and the other thing you mentioned, I mean, he's a part of this young core. And I talked about how much Cashman 
has shown he believes in this core. And I mean, you know, not believing in Tyler Wade isn't the end of the world. The guys hit 161 or something like that in the majors. But to see a guy put in the work who's kind of a part of this crew, who the Yankees used to really believe in, and then to drop that bomb on him a couple days before the season, I mean, it's it was heart-wrenching to a little degree. And now there's Mike Talkman stands, and now there's Wade haters. And guys, we're talking about the last guy on the roster. Like I, Mike Talkman is probably a better outfielder than Tyler Wade right now. And I know, I and I and I get it. And it's good to have him in the organization. They could have had Talkman in AAA. Like w- neither of these guys are expected to play. So just to drop that bomb on Waiters, I don't know. It was tough, and I needed a cop out MFR. So there it is. Wow. I mean, rough welcome. I mean, it, maybe the guys aren't treating him like that cake eater, Adam Banks, but you sure are. Yeah, a little bit. And guys, I get it. There's some there's some really good advanced stats for him. There's a chance he's no. You don't have to out- do that. You don't have to do that. There's Everyone the out knows. there's the outfield version of Voight theory going around, but it was it was a little bit of a bummer. All right, want mine, motherfucker? Yes. I didn't I didn't pussyfoot around this like you. Yeah. My motherfucker is Luis Severino. Mm. Want to know why, Jake? Why, Jim? Because the burning question is, is Seve going to return to the form we want him to, or are those troubles going to be back? Is he going to be tipping pitches? Is he just going to be getting knocked around again? And you know what happened? Dude worked out too fast, too hard, injured himself, and the questions are still looming. We could have seen him throw three spring training games, saw the miles per hour get up there, saw the slider breaking, Saw some spring training results. Sure, they don't matter, but we could have like made our brain think, oh, Seve's going to be back. Now, we're still question mark. And it's not his fault he got hurt, but maybe. Well, no, it's not his fault he got hurt. Who cares? But I wanted the question answered before the season started, and now we don't know. And now there's just more questions because now it's another injury. I'm not blaming him for the injury, but he's the motherfucker about it because now my, my brain is upset. I don't know. I don't know if Seve's back or not. I have to wait until the season. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild what happens with Seve this season. He's throwing again, which is great news. Um, <laughs> is he the first half ace? Is he the second half bum? Is he somewhere in between? And all of those, whatever the answer is, changes the dynamic of this Yankees team like by so many different degrees. So, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's my, I, I just, I wish I didn't have the lingering uh, uh, sense of unease when it comes to what Severino is going to do in 2019. Yeah, I kind of wish you had that lingering afterglow, but you don't. Ooh, I ain't tank. Ain't tank. Ain't tank. Immersed in a limmering afterglow. I was going to do a thing where every time Tanaka posts his Twitter, Instagram posts, I hit the translate button, and then I I do myself, I read them in a poetic voice. Ooh, I'd like that with some snaps and some stuff like that. I'd like that. Yeah. Maybe I turn them into slam poetry. Yeah. Do you want me to to practice one right now? No. Oh, I think think it might. Consensus, no. I don't know. I think it might be something that the people will want me to practice. If you knew a little bit more of what's going on over here, you can kind of see. I'll, I'll lower the camera. I just had one of the worst foot cramps of my life, so now I'm in a full foot stretch with this terrible foot cramp, and you're about to read me Tanaka's post translated in a slam poetry style. So I'm in a tough spot right now. Okay, yeah. Fix fix that while I do this. Here's Tanaka's latest Instagram post translated. Last time I was stuck in the rain, but today it was sunny. I was able to control the three times without a run. We still need to fix it, but we've got more harvest than that. Boom. We've got more to harvest than that. That's, the, that's his message going into the season. All right, foot crampy McFoot cramp. Who is your first award going to? My first award, and again, if you are new, these are kind of random, normally silly awards. I'm going with the... I'm still here, y'all MFs that left me here. I was singing it in the Ja Rule wonderful voice, because that's how I'm picturing it in my head. And 
The award goes to Miguel Andujar. Um, for a while, everyone got on the Machado train. People had Andujar DHing. People had Andujar at first. People had Andujar traded for Kluber, Carrasco, any pitching. And top tier Jim, pitching. Top tier pitching. And I, I want to say this. For a little while I was in that boat, because you and I do know the importance of pitching, and we get that, and it's baseball. But it's just too easy to overlook what he did last year with the extra base hits. It puts him in such special category for his age. And, Jimmy, as I've said all offseason, this guy is so talented, and he had one thing to work on this offseason, and it was using the glove. And we've seen many flashes in spring training. It's spring training. We'll see what matters when it happens. This guy is still here. I hope he makes everyone that wanted to trade him look foolish because um, he's at the hot corner and he's young. And if he can be an average third baseman, Jimmy, an average third baseman, he can be one of the top players in the league for the next decade. Nice. I agree. I've been saying all he needs to do is be an average defensive player and he's uh, all-star caliber. Yeah. So what was the name of that award again? That was the, I'm still here, you MFs that left me here. Nice, cool. If it wasn't for the money, cars, and cars, and jewelry, and all the things I'd want. Oh, nice. I think I'm going to put all the awards on a Google sheet and make it shareable that you can get to from the website. Sure. Doll it up a little bit. Put a little naked picture of you in the corner. Make people allowed to see that if they want. All right, and what's your award? My first award, this is the the New Dad Blues Award. Okay. The New Dad know, Blues. Know where this is going. Hicks and Batansis, both recent fathers. Yeah. Very happy for them. Exciting times. Babies. I love babies. Not a joke. You love babies. Well, yeah. I mean, not all babies, but most babies. I, you put me in a room with a baby, I'm going to have a good time. Try to make that right. baby laugh. Play a little peekaboo. Yeah. Um, both had new kids. Both starting the season on the IL. Yeah. Two dots. If you want to connect them, you can. If you guys out there want to blame their babies for them getting injured, you can. I'm not, but I'm going to give them the new dad blues award. Well, you kind of are by giving them that award. No, no. I'm just giving them the new dad blues uh... award. Did, did their wives want them to spend more time at home with the kids and injure them? I think no. No. <laughs> but if you want to connect those dots, right. you can. But I don't think they did. I'm just saying they both had new kids. Wonderful. Congratulations. They're both starting on the IL. So that's why they get this award. Yeah, in, in kind of a half-serious baseball note, I, I will say this. I mean, you're obviously rooting for these guys to be healthy because they're big players on the New York Yankees. Hot take. Um, man, Dylan Batances, he's in his contract year. Um, he just had the baby. They, we, <laughs> we take for granted what Dylan's done on this Yankees team. Um, he's been one of the most dominant relievers in the game, and he's just been like a bonus piece for us as we go. Um, if this guy comes back and is healthy, he's going to get paid, paid this off season. There's an analytics term paid, paid. Um, so yeah, let's, let's get those guys healthy and get them back. Yes. Okay. What is your next award? My next award, Jimmy is the Batten 500 award. Ooh. Watch out, Ted Williams. You thought 400 was cool. I'm talking Batten 500, bro. I won this award in Little League once. That's not true. I went two for four one day. Coach gave me the award. Was the coach your dad? Of course. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and also that both, didn't happen. Yeah, they were both errors. Um, no, and they were both bun singles, you bitch. And Jimmy, this is a little scratch that reverse it award because the batting 500 award goes to Tanaka, Hap. Paxton and Sevy. Whoa. Tanaka, Hap, Paxton and Sevy. I'm not talking interleague play, folks. Wow. 
we need two of those guys, two of those guys to put it together this season. If two of those guys put it together this season, this team is going to be special. Like win 100-plus games and be really good. And all of the guys have the talent to do it. We've seen Tanaka put up big years. It's been a couple. We've seen him great down the stretch for us, which we, we like that. But we haven't seen him put it together for a whole season in a while. Hap, he's pretty reliable. He was incredible for us. He went <laughs> he went 7-0 and with a 2.69 ERA for us when he was on the Yankees last year. Paxton is the guy everyone's talking about is like a sleeper Cy Young. Some of his advanced stats and his stuff is really good. He can do it. And Seve, we already talked about that. I need two of those guys. If two of those guys put it together, this Yankee team can be what we think it's going to be. If we get more than that, then this team has a real chance to be really special. So the batting 500 award yes, went to... Yes. Four starting pitchers. Four starting pitchers, yes. Zing. Zing. I need a sound effect that's like... And I mentioned CeCe as my pride, yeah. Wow, all over the pitchers today. Cover the staff. Okay. You ready for my next award? I am. The Good Clean Fun Award. Ooh. Some good clean fun. Uh, Got any guesses? Or do you know? The Good Clean Fun Award. It's, uh, you know, swapping out someone's cell phone with a banana. That would be good clean fun. That's good clean fun. Yeah. Or I like putting the banana peel on the ground and then a fake slipping on it to make someone laugh. Could be dangerous, not necessarily clean fun. Okay. The Good Clean Fun Award goes to Greg Bird and Luke Voigt. They made spring training interesting, and they made it fun. One of them could have come out and been a dud, and it would have been like, well, that was settled. No, this competition between Bird and Voigt is going into the season. Yeah. They competed all spring, and they both played really, really well. Bird's going opposite field with power. Voigt's working the working the count and getting his walks. Bird led all of, I think Bird led the Grapefruit League in walks. They both came out firing on all cylinders, playing really good baseball, and that was a blast to watch. And I'm excited and I'm happy that somehow I'm not happy that Hicks got hurt. That sucks. I hope he comes back healthy and plays most of the game, but I am happy that something happened to allow this competition to develop because I think if they both take this into the season and they're both swinging big sticks versus the Orioles and Tigers to start this year, I think they stay. Talkman goes down when Hicks comes back and the good, clean fun continues. And there was nothing nasty. No one said anything nasty. They seemed to be get doing they said all the right things did all the right things everything about it was great yeah you you nailed it good clean fun award you nailed it and yeah now there's we we were wondering what this road was going to look like or who was going to get set down or how these guys were going to get different opportunities with the hicks injury if these guys could both hit for a couple weeks and then you could send Talkman down, and uh, it, the story's starting to come together. So um, it has a chance to be really fun. Ralph fun. Ralph fun. Ralph fun. That ends the awards. That ends the awards. I think we did good. You know, spring training for us. Spring training for everyone, Jim. So you have something here that we want to move on to. Let me do our classic. Uh, Next subject, sound effect. Now we are moving on to Jake's segment called March Madness. March Madness. Yeah, we'll we'll see how this goes. We we figured this episode is going to be around March Madness every year. Um, And I I don't know. I just I just typed up some fun ones. A couple of you will like it. A few of you will hate it and just tweet the meanest things you can at me. Or you know what? Just go to the podcast app and leave five stars and say, Jake, that March Madness thing you did, that was, okay, five stars. Thank you. So if you could do that, we'd appreciate that. Um, and, Jimmy, I, I kind of did it like this. I five, wanted to do- Five-star review. 
Why does Jake's face look so much like his butt? Oh, that's just rude. <laughs> that's just rude. Five-star that's, review. That's spring training stuff. Um, I, I kind of broke it into to three teams. I wanted to do the five. So it's basketball, so you have to pick five players. And the first one is the range team, the guys that have the biggest spectrum of how their season could go. And then I did the opposite of that, the most reliable, the guys that we think are kind of going to be in their bucket. And then I wanted to do the sleeper team, who, who people may be sleeping on. I called it the Sco Ducks team this year because Oregon, Oregon's the 12 seed. They're still in it. Uh, where do you want to start, Jim? What, what do you like here? Let's go old reliable first. Let's go old reliable. And I called this the UConn women's team. If you don't know, big UConn basketball fan. The women just made, Jimmy, I, I, it's no either one, their t- No one cares. It's their 26th or 27th straight Sweet 16. Yep, not impressive. That's insane. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna join a pickleball league. It's gonna be me and my dad versus a bunch of 80 year olds that live in Lavalette every Sunday morning. And it, that's the equivalent of the UConn women's and women's NCAA basketball. I hope you guys get rocked. Um, David Justice just walked. We got two on, two outs in the seventh. Uh, nice. The UConn women's team, the mo- the most reliable. Uh, Jim, I wrote down my five here. Do you like my five? I do like your five. Thank you. I do like your five. I think there's one that I'm scared you put him on there. Okay. So your five are Masahiro Tanaka. So I went Tanaka, and I think it's because even though the stats are going to differ a little bit, and he's going to have bad days, Jim. He's a guy who gives up gopher balls. You know Tanaka's by the... When the playoffs come around, Tanaka's been there. You can trust him. He's starting opening day. When the playoffs come around, he's reliable. I just think you know you're going to have a couple bad days, but you're going to have a lot of good days with Masahiro Tanaka too. So I put him on the team. Yeah. Okay. I I like that. I like Stanton. I mean, you can say – here's how reliable Stanton is. He hit 38 home runs, 100 RBIs or whatever, and it was a down year. He did look like he could strike out too easy. We went over this in his PPP. I like Stan. We don't need to do every play. Chapman, as reliable as they come lately. Now, only blew two saves last year. Really good. Judge tackled that beast already. The one that I am worried that you put on here is Chad Green. I agree. Really? I love Chad. But I just think you did it once with Canely last year, and I'm worried that you're just going to be a reliever jinx for the rest of your life. Okay, and that's fair. I, I can see the reliever jinx. I think... I think last year, and this maybe this is two Yankees podcast. I think last year was Chad's quote unquote bad year. I think Chad's special, man. I he really didn't even do. have a bad year. He had a good year as a full reliever. That's that's why I prefaced it with this is a Yankees podcast. Um, I I really think Chad's going to be old reliable again. I think you're going to see him in these two inning spurts when it's playoff time. He's going to be the special weapon again. Um, I I love Chad Green. I hope you love him too. Um, shout out to Brian P who joined Patreon today. Um, and then my, my last one on there was Araldis Chapman. And I said, him. I've, I, Oh, okay. Um, I, I've seen a little on the Twitter sphere of people not believing in Chappie and you're spoiled Yankees fans. <laughs> this guy's so good. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is All so right. good. All right. The next, the next team that you put together, the Steph Curry Davidson team. Yeah, I went, I went for the, uh, I, I was going for the range, like these guys, the range of their season. So I went range Steph's. Steph Curry, and they showed him at Davidson the other day, and that was a really cool highlight. So the all-range team, Jim, what, what, do you, what do you like on here? I think you missed the biggest one, which is a guy we had a debate about yesterday over his range. Okay. You have Voight and Bird, and those are clear, because one of them can be sent down if they go in a hard slump. Right. Um, the, one of those both, guys they're both, one, of those, one of those guys could win the home run derby and be a really good first baseman this year the other could be a minor leaguer yeah and we'll see how it plays out so there is a lot of range gary i wish he wasn't on this list but he is because the last two seasons are huge range could be a hall of famer or (laughs) like not good (laughs) yeah sevy i already talked about that with my motherfucker award so we can we don't have to say much tulo almost isn't even worth it for me i mean you're right but yeah i put for the for those of you at home, I put Tulo slash Didi. Um, I guess I could have just put shortstop because I mean we don't know when Didi's coming back. We don't know if Tulo's body can hold up if he's good anymore. So that kind of combination I thought should be one. So I think you missed the two biggest ones. Okay. 
I think you missed Canely and Domingo Herman. Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess I guess I, I thought I thought about Herman, but I mean, I just think opportunity he opportunity is going to have to be presented to him, and he's either going to be good or he's going to be meh, and that's kind of it. Well, opportunity is presented to him right away. He's getting the fourth start of the season. Right. And then opportunity will be presented to him again down the line. One of these starters is going to get hurt for at least a stretch. So, I mean, if he does good at the beginning here, we can see him take over a spot where penciling Gumby in to kind of be that sixth swing man. I mean, and Gio is still in loom in the looming too. So if, if Domingo doesn't bring it, then he could be just back in AAA. If he does, he could be in the rotation. That's huge range. Yeah, it is, and I, I've been big on Domingo. I thought about putting putting him on here, but I still think end of the day there's going to be other bodies kind of box him, boxing him out a little bit um, when hopefully all these starting pitchers get healthy. And we forget Gumby too, Jim. I mean, I, I, I said this the last time we talked. I mean, if everyone's healthy and kind of doing their role, I mean, Domingo, Herman, or Lasagna, one of them could be our eighth starter this year. So I, I guess I think, Domingo Herman is going to be really good and have an impact on this team when he's called upon, but I don't see him being, I don't know if the word is vital. Um, like, like best case scenario, what would, what would Domingo Herman's best case be? He, he's, he's a factor in the bullpen in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't see that happening, but he could so that, be in the rotation. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you think he's going to get a playoff start? No, 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 no. no. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, even if he's incredible, incredible, like that could happen, but you and I don't think he's there. But I think he's going to be good to the point where we're debating if he should be in the bullpen during the playoffs, which, I mean, when you think of his actual range this year, I just don't think it's that significant. Yeah. All right. Well, I think Canely has a lot of range too, but let's not do that conversation again. We did it yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I almost would want to backpedal from it. Like, I, I think Canely can be good. I, I was saying that more so early in the season. Like, I don't think it's going to be October and we're saying, all right, Tommy tight pants, eighth inning. That is a backpedal because I, I thought well, that's, that. That's what I wasn't trying to depict, but I guess a couple people thought that. I was just saying early in the year, if he comes out good and Britain and Adovino aren't settled in yet, you could see him in some important spots. Early in the year. Okay. That's different. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were penciling him in to be the playoff no 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 do it again oh, i was like crazy no all right so then you have the sleepers people that Sleep. don't watch the yankees might not realize these guys are gonna have huge years i don't think glaber's much of a sleeper is he jim i i just you know i've been on a glaber kick lately i won't do the whole thing the kid hit 24 home runs as a 21 year old in 123 games like if he plays a buck 50 and he improves, I mean, we're talking about like 35 homers from a middle infielder. So I, I guess that's my sleeping on it. Uh, for my sleepers, I'm going to say the three that I would, my top three sleepers are. Okay. I would say Brett Gardner, because he's always been yep. underappreciated. Last year he was bad. If he can return to form, that's what we'll find out. Was he, is he... Is he getting old, or did he just have an off year? If he can return the form, then he's a viable player that plays great defense and sees a ton of pitches and all that good stuff. So, uh, I think Gardner, uh, a lot of people are are writing doom down already, and they could be sleeping on him. DJ LeMayhew, obviously, I think, because people have no idea what to expect. Like, Yeah, I'm not like, sure of his role. Yeah, we have no idea what like he's going to be doing. I said I was on this other podcast today, and they asked me about DJ LeMayu, and I said it would be cool to put the a, a huge map of a baseball field, of the infield, like the diamond on your wall, and then like a crime scene tape, get the red string, and just start weaving the positions he plays. Yeah. And to see the, the carousel line it makes. So I think Pepe DJ's Sylvia. there. And I think Holder is a huge sleeper. I think okay. I think no one's even talking about Jonathan Holder, who had a good year last year. We did the PPP on him. One outing really, really blinds or really changes his final season line, and they let yeah. him in to die uh, versus the Red Sox. One outing, seven earned runs, and no one's talking about Holder. Like we we spent the whole time talking about what Canley could do. 
Holder could very much well jump up some people if he's throwing great, or he could be a, or it could be our opener, which is a huge role um, for some games. I don't know. I think I think no one's talking about Holder. And if this was any other team, Holder would be like, oh, oh we got this Holder guy. He was a stud last year. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was big on that. I kind of got lost in Yankees Twitter for a little bit because. Um, you're right. If you take out that Red Sox game against Holder, he was like a rookie with a 2-2 ERA. And he was my f- my favorite PPP comparison. It was kind of the reverse hall pass scene where they compare the, the, the girl looks pretty next to the company she keeps. It's kind of the reverse for Jonathan Holder. If, if Jonathan Holder was, was with another bullpen, he'd be, you know, the prom queen. But comparing him to Dellen, Chapman, Adovino, Britton, these guys – he, he kind of just looks like a, another guy in the pen. So you're right. I, I didn't have him in there. Um, the other thing I, I wanted to touch on with LeMahieu, Jim, is I think it's interesting. He's going to be pretty much measured by batting average, which we don't really do with players anymore. Um, if he's north of 300, he's going to be really valuable for us. If he's south of, like, 290, I think people might be a little disappointed, which – is a little bizarre. 290 is a little high, but I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I would, um, I would, I would say 280, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the the only name I had, I had Herman on this list because, I, I again, I, I think his 120 strikeouts in 100 innings, he looks good this spring. Um, I, I think you're right. He he could look really good on this team in certain spots this year. The, the, the name that I had that was a little different was Zach Britton, man. Um, if this guy can be special, special Zach Britton, um, I mean, whoa. Uh, you know, he had an ERA that started with a zero one year. He got Cy Young votes. Uh, if he can be that guy, that's incredible. Um, if he ends up being kind of a mid-threes guys, you know, you wonder do the Yankees line him up for if there's two lefties in an inning or is he the seventh inning guy, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, I just – I think there is a big – there's a – he has the chance to do something – really special and be such a vital part of this team, or he could just be kind of one of the bullpen guys. Yeah, I think he's going to be going to be good. He was coming off the injury last year, and, and when they signed him, they said, we know he's got his spring training to go through, and he was bad for, for August, which was that, and then he was lights out in September. I think I got 15 innings, zero earned runs. And yeah, and this this sounds a little peacocky, but you can hear the announcer say it. If you're a baseball fan, watching Zach Britton pitch is awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, his his sinker, okay, his sinker has is the speed of a fastball and has the break of a curveball, but it's a sinker. I don't really get it. Like naming, it's like an, it dumb. looks it looks like a 95 mile per hour curveball. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I think that's it. Opening day should be right around the corner. I mean, I don't know if you're listening this to when you're listening to this, but enjoy opening day. Grab yourself a hot dog. Have a beer at work. Enjoy the game. Here's the deal. There's going to be no talking Yanks tomorrow for the first time in like 40 days, I think. And uh, we know you're going to miss us dearly. To everyone that has been downloading and listening Every day since February 13th, you have no idea how grateful we are. You also have no idea what the hell. You have no idea how big of an undertaking that was on on our end, recording, editing, posting, all of those. So we appreciate that uh, because the numbers are there. We have a really loyal audience. You guys are awesome. So the everyday episodes are done. We promised you from February 13th to March 28th. Uh, show a day we delivered a lot of fun really good we will now be to our regular schedule which is series recaps we will be live on patreon right after the last game of every series probably maybe around right after to an hour after sometimes we like to listen to the post game because we need answers before we discuss the game but we'll be on twitter and we'll let you know when we're going to go live every tuesday there will be a voicemail app Leave voicemails, 908-845-5792. Take out your phone right now. You have it. You're probably playing through this on it. Grab it. Open up your phone. Click the phone app. Type this in, 908-845-5792. Save it as Talking Yanks. Give us a call whenever you have a question, comment, concern. Make it under one minute and we will play it. We need voicemails. We get a ton. We love the people that call in. 
be part of the show, which we like engagement. Go to the website, johnboymedia.com, play the fantasy. We will be hosting, no, we will be recording and putting on the website a pregame show. So if you still want everyday apps, go there because we're going to do a 10 to 20 minute pregame show. The matchups we like, the matchups we don't like. Uh, Homer drafts, fun stuff there on the pregame show. It's not going to live on the podcast. It's going to live on the website. So go there. That's basically it. Enjoy baseball today. Thank you very much for being part of this thing with us. We're glad to have you. Let's go, Yanks. Jake, any last words? Let's go, Yanks, man. Excited. Thank you guys so much. We broke the broke our record for listens like every other day. <laughs> so thank you, guys. Um and let's go. Let's get it. 28. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Peter's up bottom eight. I hope he gets a chance later. <laughs>